This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with muck delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because when I want my spicy shrimp pad thai, I want it on time. Because, baby, there's no time like the present, especially when it's pad thai related. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. On time, pad thai, baby. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19 Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at $9.99 each month, starting three months from initial enrollment. See Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimums apply. It's Friday, it's nine o'clock, it's not Cracker Jack, it's question time. Oh, we've got a lot of topics to cover to, to, to cover tonight. Leicester, we win, we send Forrest Bottom, Jurgen Klopp gets away with um, using inappropriate language, shall we say, big six favouritism. This is Leicester Tally TV, this is question time. Good evening. It's time! Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favorite podcasts.
Till I Die TV. Your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. And now, here's your host. Right, Chris. All right, welcome along. It's, uh, it's Leicester Till I Die TV. Welcome from me and Mini-Me there. How the devil are we? Two managers have gone in two days. Stephen Gerrard, and I can see... I can see Brad wiping his eyes and getting the tears out as we speak. And um, <laughs> Barraclough has been sat by Northern Ireland. And yet, Brendan's still there. He's got more lives than, than Liz Truss. But then again, who hasn't? This is, this is where you can find us. We're all over social media. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Broadcasting live worldwide. We are. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Pinterest, Twitch, TikTok. And, of course, don't forget, we've got a brand new radio show. Just did one earlier, uh, something for the weekend. Um, on You find us at mixcloud.com forward slash LTID radio. Or go to our website, all the W's. Die.com again forward slash radio and the link is in there if you're new to the channel welcome along it's great to have you do what the little man says there and subscribe you know what um this is your show this is the question time show we follow your agenda you ask the questions in the chat we ask them we ask the first question to uh, to get it going and then it's all over to you and as long as it's legal as <laughs> it's not rude or detrimental to everybody, we will discuss it. So let's get my guests in. We've got two in at the moment, one possibly joining us later. And in the red corner, it's Brad. <laughs> good evening, Brad. How the devil are you, sir? Uh, good evening, mate. I'm good. I'm feeling a bit more positive about football. Uh, not, not, not quite ready for that yet. Not, not yet. <laughs> but uh, no. Been a bit more positive. Um, good win last night helps that. Made me go to yeah. sleep a bit earlier than usual. <laughs> Sleeping soundly for once. So yes, yeah, yes. And we're only one point now from climbing out of the bottom three. Yeah, and you know we've got a, a very good opportunity to kind of put this torrid start behind us now. The next four games, haven't we? We've got a write-off. We know we have a bonus game, if you will, if you want to call it in a positive streak, Man City. But three games now that all of a sudden, you don't want to get carried away because you know our away form is absolutely horrid. But well, we got carried gonna... away with Nottingham Forest and look what happened there. Well, yeah. 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 Anyway, we've got another guest to get in. Let me get him in. Some people, some people call him the thinking man's Dave Lee Travis. Some people call him Dave. We just know he's Harry. <laughs> Good evening, Dave. How Hello, boys. How are you doing? I'm all right. How are you? Good to see you. How are you Think... feeling? A bit happier now? Another I've got three points on the board? Yeah, of course. Yeah, three points. Happier? I don't know. I, I, I wasn't impressed, I must say. I mean, I must be one of the few that isn't. But the second half, I was sitting there and I thought, oh, here we go again. You know, if Leeds had been any good, it could have been a problem. But Leeds were worse than bloody Forest were. But then again, Palace were awful against us, and yeah. we didn't take advantage of them. We can. Good point. We we. I remember last year, and I think I said this to you before, Brad. Brighton last year, 
you know, they, they had a really, really, really good start. And then they, I think it was March time, fell off the perch. And they were actually at that point, bottom of the form table. But what they started to do was beat the teams around them. Mm. And that's what we need to do. We've done it with Forest. We've done it now with um, uh, uh, Leeds. We should have done it against Palace. We probably should have done it against Brentford. So, yes, Leeds, I mean, Andrew says here, good evening, Andrew. Leeds... Oh, hello. Was he gone? Sorry, you cut out just a little bit there for a second, mate. What did you say? Oh, me? Sorry. Yeah, Um, yeah, as Andrew says, their leads were very poor, but we've not been beating those teams this season. Yeah, we've also been poor. I don't know if Andrew's realised, but we've been bottom of the league. It's not been easy, and, and you've got to beat what's around you. You know, this has been a far cry from what we're used to saying. You know, normally we want the performance of the result right now to a certain degree. Obviously, I want to see some form of performance, obviously, because you're not going to win without any form of performance. But right now, given our situation where we're in, Chris, I think the performance matters. And I can understand a little bit of frustrations, but with the results and weeks we've been having in football, whether it put my heart at ease or not, you know, to see a sturdy and very well done job, I think we have to give ourselves a lot more credit for not allowing leads to freedom because they they had a lot of the ball and kept going back with it they kept going back with it so uh, yeah we have to take some credit two you know three clean sheets at home in the last three games like that's something to go on their manager is being booed dave makes a change from ours (laughs) well yeah but it's just a fine line isn't it as you say that hit the bar um it could have been the other way around I, i just i don't know i don't know whether it's me with I'm losing that excitement now because it's the same. Oh, we're not playing with the excitement. No, that brought in. You know, when he first came over, you know, came in, we had twelve type football, which was boring, which was slow, and he came in and he made it exciting. But that's gone. That's disappeared. I mean, Brad's right what he's saying, but you think of what we've done. We shouldn't be thinking that way, should we? We should be thinking, you know, we can batter these teams. We can do this. I mean, I, I've watched it back a, a little bit on the telly, and Yuri Tillemans was talking pretty good stuff. Um, I mean, you can't say he's not dedicated to the club. Okay, he's, he's on the way, but he's giving everything. Um, and he was put into the back five to to cover. Now, that's all right, but I don't know what Samari was doing. They don't seem to have people in the right place. You know, Samari was that sort of holding defender, wasn't he? And Mendy was brought on instead of him. Um, and you think, well, who's doing what, where? I mean, mm. don't know. It just seems all disjointed to me. Let, let's just enjoy the three points, though. Uh, yeah, love that. While love we that, can, yeah. while we can. But look, yeah, yeah. We're going to bring. We're going to go to questions, and if you've got guys, if you're watching, you've got any questions, stick them in the chat. Like I say, keep them clean, keep them legal, and we will discuss them. Um, the one I'm going to start with this week, we always start with one, and it's Andrew has, has already mentioned it as well. Um, my man of the match the other night, I and mean, everybody was going for phase, and yet yeah, he had a great match. But was Dennis Pratt? I mean, he had an absolutely fantastic game in my eyes. Um, I think he was knackered when he got taken off because he was so involved. But he he got a smile off Brendan Rodgers. Then again, we know what that means. You know? 
Hamza remembers getting a smile after a Liverpool game. To me, he has to start. I'm going to come to you first, Dave. To me, he has to start next game. Does he for you? And if he does, where do you put him in? Who do you drop? Well, he has to start, yeah. Um, but right side, which means Madison can go in into the centre, which is what I've been banging on about for a while. And then who do you drop from there? Well, I think Samari. Um, and I really think, I don't know how it's going to work. Uh, you need Mendy to cover, unless Telemans is going to do that. But you, 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 think... you've, you've, got, you've, got, you've got 12 players on the pitch now, though. Yeah, you? I know. That's my problem. <laughs> Um, we could well, win. I like, I like, I like you. I like where you're going. We could win with that. As much as I think Samare is great going forward, I think he's a liability in the role he's doing. He makes too many mistakes that create problems. You know, like the the bad touch, the bad um, first touch, and then it's things that you don't actually see sometimes um, that lead to a, an attack and a goal. And um, that's the problem we've had for a while. It's just that first touch where either we don't tackle properly like Ndidi or mm. we just touch it too far and lose it. And I think Samare's probably got a problem with that. Um, so you, you're going to drop Samare? Yeah. You're going to bring Mendy in? Yeah. But then you still need to drop somebody else? Well, yeah, that's the problem, isn't it? Uh, Tiedemann's <laughs> you've got to pick. Um I, Madison, you've got to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, everyone's saying how Barnes, how good Barnes was last night. Um, yeah, great going forward, but again, when we're under the cosh, she's nowhere to be seen. You know, I, mean, you... I, I actually started with when I did the watch along last night, and Doug's just popped in. Good evening, Doug. Um, he says, "How many will Liverpool put past the trees tomorrow?" Better make sure it's a bloody lot, mate. Otherwise, I'm going to have a go at you on the watch along. Um, but I, I started off the evening, uh, and I'm not going to let you go without saying who you're going to drop. I know you avoid you're doing you're doing a list trust at the rest there. You're avoiding the answer. But I'm not going to let you get away with it. Well, you know, I drop a Marty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, would you go three at the back then? I would. God no. I would. Yeah. No, oh, God, no, it doesn't work. It's never worked, no matter what through we played, even with our best three, Dave. It, it's never no. worked, in my opinion. They get under each other's feet. I think no. you need. I think you need to clear up, which is what Fast is very good at and reading the game, or Evans. And then you need, you need either them to one there, or you, you're going to have to go with Amati. What you think of him or not, it's clear that he's the man that Rogers are going to go on. But you can't have three of them in there. They cause chaos, and we end up with a centre. That we send up with a well, actually, yeah, so we got no, no, yeah, we got we haven't got three players who could play there as a yeah, three, have we? That's we need, yeah, that, that, that's an invest in first or reinvesting, should I say, um, before we thought about that again. But my opinion, anyway, I mean, if you think three at the back, well, well, I always think that's a better way we're to we're play. go three at the back, otherwise, we've got 12 players on the pitch. <laughs> well, maybe I'd go for 12 players. <laughs> yeah, so they can have the referee. We'll have the extra one in that way. Oh, yeah. I, actually, I thought um, the referee had a half decent game last night. Surprise. He did actually. I thought I thought he did all right. You know, I think he was yeah. consistent. That's the way to say it. Whether it was good or bad, at least he was consistent. And, and I can take yeah. that with a ref. To be fair, as long as he's consistent throughout, yeah. 
<laughs> I, in fairness, I didn't find myself, and I said this to, to Doug on the watch long, I didn't find myself talking about him too much, which to me means he, he's had an okay game. All right, I don't think we're going to get any further. We, we've got we've got no. we've got Dave going. He's dropping he's dropping a Martin going for three at the back. Um, Brad Pratt's got to start, hasn't he? And if he does, where and who do you drop? Um, to be honest with you, the thing is, whatever wherever whoever you drop, you're losing something. You're either losing that anchor anchor man role that that Samore and and Sorry, what did you say Yes, yes. Oh, sorry, I thought you were talking about Perez and said something else. Well, I just said a lot worse. Um, but no, um, as the anchor man that he is, you lose that try. So it's only going to be Mendy, it's only going to be Ndidi, and it's only going to be Samora to play that role. Uh, the only other one you'd see from the way it seems with Rogers restricting him going forward is you'd put Tillemans in there, and that just seems too much of a risk for me to ask him to be that role. Um, so for me, it's only Tillemans. He's the only one you can drop. Jewsbury Hall is not going to get dropped. Um, in fact, Brendan Rogers in his press conference on Prime even said, I had to time to stop running at some points because that's all he wanted to do. Did you um, think he had a good game though, Brad? I think he showed I a lot. I think he, he's still learning and you can see that with some yeah. of his mistakes that he made. But sometimes having that extra bit of gusto about you, which we missed at times. Him and Pratt sometimes were the only ones sliding in winning that ball. I mean, we're talking about Pratt. I honestly... And I said this back state something, Chris, about the, the, the ratings that went on last night. I gave it on my expectation more than anything. And, and if you're going to three up that role, take Yori out of the equation and give Pratt the run in the team he deserves. Because this four, this four one, four one formation is actually what they call an out of position formation. That's your flat line. It's the transitioning periods where we get the best out of someone like Pratt. And Madison, so if we can use that to our advantage, I think Pratt would be better. That, but you've got to not give him the role that you're giving Tillman's and get him to sit back. You've got to play alongside Jewsbury Hall with him. He's got to be further advanced if you're playing him. So who he, who you are saying Tillman's then? Yes, dropping. we play him. Yeah, um, I'm dropping Tillman's. You're dropping Tillman's. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've got. You see, I'm. I see where you're coming from with that. Calm down, Terry. Calm down. I see where you're coming from with that. But um, <sighs> he had a cracker last night. I thought. Yeah, this is what this is what I love about football is that you know the three of us all watch the game. We all have different opinions, and that's what football is all about. That's what it's all about. I just don't think Tielemans, since he's been asked to play more defensive, has been Tielemans that we know and love. You know, if he was playing this role in the FA Cup final, he would not have got that goal, in my opinion. Um, yeah. But I yeah, I get the reason why you're saying he should be dropped. Um, possibly, you see, for me, possibly Barnes. I mean, yes, all right, he, he got the goal yesterday, but it was against the lead side. I was surprised he was starting. Um, but maybe for me, maybe for me, Barnes, I don't know. It is a difficult one. Pratt has definitely got to start. I think we all agreed on that point, aren't we? Yeah. You, you know I mean, what, if you, if you, Chris? If sorry. You, sorry. I, I, I reckon we got too many players in the same positions. Mm. I think we're weak, obviously, in the back four. We've got too many similar players in midfield. Um, uh, and we don't know how to fill it. I mean, Jewsbury Hall, not a great game. Give him a break. You know, well, put Madison in there instead. Tiedelman, I thought, did really well protecting the back four 
and then he still came forward. Um, but Jewsbury Hall, I think he's starting to make those silly mistakes that actually, you know, cause problems. And uh, it mm. may be tiredness, it may be just inexperience, but maybe, you know, just give him a break for a few games, see what happens. Well, Terry says there, time to give KDH rest. Um, Andrew, KDH needs the rest. He looked knackered. He isn't the player that he was in at the back end of last season, was he? No. For, for me. You don't um, want to blow him out too soon. Well, you, you know, they, they have burnout, don't they? Louis says you can't drop a player because he's underperformed. It would be a, a different team every week. And you're always one of our best players. And you have to play your best players. It's it's a, it's a thing is. Let's be honest with you. It's a nice position to be in, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Having the fact that God, who do we drop if we bring Pratt in? I just, yeah. I just pray that Brendan does not say, "Yeah, Pratt played really, really well," but I'm dropping him back to the bench. No, you can't do that. You that, really that, can't. That's the biggest worry because he's got to get the best out of the side, and and in a way, I think that's where the likes of probably we're seeing with the substitutions that he's been making recently. This is where Mendy and Samori are going to try and grab their opportunities by the scruff of the neck. And fair play, I think Samori's done really well. And I've, I've, we've said this a lot about him, but I do feel Mendy's been a little bit hard done by, but he only plays one CDM, so he's not going to get in. But, you know, you've got to keep that squad attitude going. And I think something we've been crying out for for years is now available to us full time. Firstly, an extra body in Pratt in quality. We've got these players now. You know, we don't have Europe. This is the best time sort of to use that rotating system to the best of our advantage because we now have seen enough. They've got game time to trust these guys to take a rest. Like Terry said about KDH, I wouldn't be opposed to him giving a rest because last year's in Chris, we were screaming out for him to get rested when Brendan said he was going to make change and he ran them into the ground and maybe... That's a lesson learned from Rogers himself. So whether he's managed to learn it or not, we'll we'll see, won't we? Because if KDH yeah. goes out, we'll we'll hopefully see that. Terry says here, you know, Samara and Tillman stopped the counter last night very successfully. Not pretty at times and rash tackles, but they were effective. Will Rogers change these two on Sunday? Well, that's you know we've, that's what we've just basically been been talking yeah. about, isn't it? And and just. I like Mendy, but I like Samari. Yeah. Is there only I one way to decide this? Yeah. Right. I, think, <laughs> I think he's got to exploit the five sub rules that these big boys have been crying about. Why not use it to his advantage? 60 minutes. If someone's getting 30 minutes here and, and I start and then come off after an hour, and all of a sudden they feel more included, like they're actually doing something and not going, oh, well, my listen, if he can use this to his advantage, you know, you can see a Dennis Pratt. If, if he doesn't start, but he comes on with 60 minutes to go and he gets an assist, he's going to be buzzing to want to play that next game all of a sudden and not dreading playing that next game, thinking, oh, I'm going to get 12 minutes against Chelsea or something like that. Mm. This five sub rule can be an advantage to these so-called non-six elite. You know what I mean? And that's what he's got at his disposal. Or you get Iniacho coming on after, what is it, 86 minutes again? Yeah, nearly impacted. What has that guy got to do? Should, yeah, I do feel sorry for him as well. But this is this is where we, we use it to our advantage. Make three change, make a change at our time if only if it's necessary, obviously. But get a change after sixty minutes. I mean, 
Roger yeah. said in his interview on Prime that he felt sorry in a way for Pratt because he, he missed that chance purely because he'd run out of steam and that's why he took him off. That's because he's not been playing, obviously. But yeah, 60 minutes or 30 minutes against Wolves, that could be deadly off the bench and that's the way you get the best out of the squad. Use yeah. him. Yeah. He's not going to play two up front, is he? No, all. sadly that dream has died on that horse. We're, going, we're all yeah. going to die on that hill for that one season, I'm afraid. Munz is in. Uh, he says, has he gone yet? No. Has, <laughs> but I will throw back at you because you're a Man United fan. Has yeah. that big baby, Ronaldo, been kicked in the arse and out of your club yet? Because he is an embarrassment, an absolute embarrassment. And I, you're talking about, I'm, I'm a Leicester fan here, and I can remember Keith Weller refusing to come out to play second half of a game. So it is embarrassing. But Ronaldo, I don't care what he's done for charity, how good a player he is, he needs sticking down in the under-10s under if he can be. <laughs> he wants to go. I mean, he's just... You, you, we can't be having this. This is player power gone mad, hasn't it? And, and Munzi, in fairness, does agree. Did you but, see his tweet? His oh, yeah, saying, but it's, it's all know, flicking. Pathetic, wasn't it? You know, I mean, it's just... I thought that tweet was just for him walking down the tunnel early. But yeah. you can't have players refusing to come on, can you? No, I didn't realise that until later, no. yeah. Do, yeah. Do, do you know what gets me about it is he only signed for them when he realised the absolute pace and he was going to get off his social media if he'd have signed for Man City. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And he probably should have, you know, because the United fans now would be starting going, well, don't give a toss because they'd have got Haaland. And I think he'd have been like, sat on the bench there, to be honest with you. So maybe they escaped. Maybe they yeah. should have yeah. let Man City win that one. I know they didn't yeah. like it when Tevez did that, but maybe they should have let. Well, I mean, I, I get Ronaldo wants to be in the Champions League. He's not got many years left. He wants to do the best. But, you know, you are being paid by. By Manchester United, and it will be interesting to see Eric Van Eric Van Hag, Eric Ten Hag has said that he's got to face the consequences. We'll see. We'll see. Um, well, it sounds I like mean, the consequences. He don't play on Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, That's I mean, if his ambition was to play and potential and play in a team, not just play in the Champions League, but win win it with the greatest respect. Why did he go to Manchester United? They're a club in rebuild. Yes, they're mm. still a, still a bigish club, but they've been in Europa League. They've been knocked out Europa League. They've locked, knocked out the Champions League. They've been relegated to Europa League. What the hell did he go there? With the greatest mm. respect to Manchester United, the club, and I get his passion. Why did he go there if his ambition was to play in a team? Not Ronaldo's never played in a team just to get out of the group stage. No, he's playing in a team that he hopes he can one man army past the group stage and into the final, like he tried with the Aventus and he tried it other clubs and he's had major success I'm not saying he hasn't but this Man U team was in regression and he's only just started to get on the up with the talent they're bringing through I'm not trying to have a go at United but I'm saying for that player's ambition this is second year now he surely knew where Man U were in their in their stages going up did you not want to leave in the summer though he wanted to leave probably about six weeks into joining them Chris didn't he the reports <laughs> have been starting since he walked back through the door <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. Um, Nobody wants him. Well, that, was it. It. that was it, wasn't it? 
Yeah, it, well, Andrew says here, I think 500 grand a week has something to do with it. Yeah, I mean, are, are Man United still in the... Or, or are Man United, not still, but are Man United in the same position with Ronaldo that we are with Tielemans? You know, you want to drop him, but as uh, Louise said, can you afford to drop your best players? Tielemans is giving everything for the club, no matter what he does at the end of his contract. I can't believe that anybody would think he's not putting the effort in. Whether he's playing well is a different matter, but you know, mm, you watch him. In, you watch him, and he's up and down that pitch. I mean, he's he's giving it all. So there's no comparison, yes, I don't think, mate. He is, but whoosh. it's all right. You know, showing a bit of anger because the ball. You know, you, 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 mm. you've 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 not you know you've hit the post and not scored or whatever. But you know, he's he's gonna he's gonna lose the club forty million pounds. Yep. Because yeah. he just won't sign a new contract. And like I say, the easiest thing to do, because contracts aren't worth the paper they're written on. He could sign a contract that says, I'm allowed to talk to any club that comes in with 20 million plus or any club that's in you know, the Champions League or Europa League. He could put that in to his contract and then we would at least get some money. But to my mind, he's basically saying, fuck you, Leicester. Maybe I'll, I'll run around for 90 minutes and look good and think everybody thinks I'm I'm really sort of bothered. But deep yeah. down, oh, I don't care. I'm going to cost you 40 million quid. Maybe he'll surprise you and sign a new contract next year. Well, if he does, I will take it all back. <laughs> but I don't think I don't think he will. I don't no. think he will. Um, you never know. He says here, uh, uh, um, Munzi, I think we should pay him up and let him go. Um, quite right. Uh I don't know if Mike's coming in, but if you're coming in, Mike, come in because we are about to move on to another subject uh, and then it will be gone. Actually, um, save, save my midfield dilemma, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> yes, it would. I'd, I'd only have 11 men then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, he's Pratt, a natural successor to Tielemans. Yeah, I think he is. Yeah. Just needs a chance. He's not had a chance. Mm. Um, I mean, you can't. You know, really, well, he was on loan last year. He's hardly got a game this year. You can't do that and expect that. In fact, to be fair, the performance last night was incredible considering. I mean, you think a couple of the moves he made and, and that last, the goal, he sort of, not many players would have done that, you know, getting that sliding mm. pass. Yeah. And yeah. as you say, he was working all through the game till he went off. And I think he's brilliant. Yeah, no, no, totally, totally, totally. Uh, we're going to have to move on, Mike. Um, Terry says here, and it's a good point, my only wonder, did all the Belgian lads play 110% because Martinez was there? Yeah, <laughs> I would have done. <laughs> yeah. can, you, can you come to every game, please? Do you think that's why, Brent, why Brendan picked all of them? <laughs> yes, it's four now. We've got four in the squad. Yeah. Um, and just to be honest with you, they all had a fair well. I know you people are saying Tielemans possibly didn't, but I thought they all had decent games. Yeah, I thought Tielemans was yeah. right. Did you, Brad? Are you there still there, yeah. Brad? Yeah, yeah, I am. My internet just keeps cutting out of soft. I don't know what's up with it, so I'm trying to fix it. And you don't want to see me darting around trying to sort that out. That's for apologies. <laughs> I think we should start inviting all the national managers. Yeah. Let's get the Welsh one here. Let's let's get the Ghanaian manager. Let's get because the, they do perform. I mean, I think I said to um, 
I said to my dad, the only one I wouldn't, I, I, I wouldn't would be Southgate. So I think I said to my dad against Crystal Palace with a determined but frustrating afternoon for Madison. And that was, um, you know, don't invite Southgate because every time Southgate shows up, Madison can't seem to get himself going. So leave yeah. England one way he wants, ignoring Southgate, you know, but get all the rest there because they, they seem to turn up, hmm. don't they? Yeah. Danny Ward looked good, didn't he? Well, funny you should mention that because mm. oh, I, I was about to invite Mike in. I don't think his, yep, his camera, I think he's working. Um, good evening, Mike. Evening. Yeah, Hi, Mike. We're just about to discuss Danny Ward and being a um, a true Welshman. Uh, then again, I guess somebody's got to. Um, uh, just wait till the quiz, Chris. Just wait till the quiz. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, Newport. I'm struggling with questions, mate. You might have to go for well, that. Just that on the World Cup one as well. I'll win them both. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I mean, you, you, you're pleased. I mean, do you think... Who is who took over from Ward when he was injured in the Wales squad? Uh, Wayne Hennessy. Wayne Hennessy. Do you think Ward has done enough? And I don't know sort of how much you've seen of him and, and what have you, but do you think he's done enough to get the number one shirt back? Well, the problem that Ward got is when he was injured and Hennessy came in, Hennessy had two blinders against Belgium and the Netherlands. So it was very hard to sort of. Uh, Netherlands and uh, Poland, I think it was, or Belgium, Poland. And he had two very, very good games against Poland. You know, he was saving shots from Robert Lewandowski when he wasn't on the floor diving around, that was. Um, and then for Belgium, he was saving shots from Lukaku, De Bruyne. Um, and he was really commanding his goal. He was doing everything that Danny Ward has done for the last two years for Wales. So you kind of feel bad because Hennessy got over 100 caps for Wales. You know, he was at he was the you know a big player for us in 2016 in that run to the semi-finals of the Euros. So if it wasn't for that, those two games from Hennessy, I think Danny Ward would have walked straight back in. But I'm not sure now because unfortunately, obviously, you know, I don't really want to say this, but Ward's not, you know, he has has left the, or let a lot of goals in um for Leicester this season, which doesn't help his cause. You noticed then, that. Yeah, 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 I did. <laughs> but I don't know how. But um, but Wayne Hennessy's not been playing for Forest at all, so it's a difficult one. I'd probably say I'll probably just go with Ward because he's the more fancier player. You know, he he likes using his you know feet a lot more. He's a lot more of a big game player. But then again, Wayne Hennessy is a Welsh legend. He's overtaken Neville Southall in terms of Wales caps as a goalkeeper. So it's it, it's a tough one. It really is, and hopefully um, Rob Page makes the right decision with that. Dave, I mean, do you, are we now seeing the, the true Danny Ward? I mean, as I always say, any goalkeeper, and actually talking about Forrest, because um, I was on, on the show earlier, I actually watched, not the one that you were on about, Dave, but I actually watched a thing on um, on YouTube. And it was about three o'clock in the morning. There was no, It was either that or porn. So anyway, I watched this thing on uh, on on Forest. I should have I should have watched the porn. It would have been more exciting. Well, rather than Forest, yeah. that, um, uh, uh, Peter Shilton used to sort of say like he was saying all the saves, and Kenny Burns who was a defender for for Forest. Was saying he had bloody nothing to do because we stop all the balls, mm. and that is true of a goalkeeper, isn't it? A goalkeeper can only be as good has the back three, four, five, whatever it is in front of him. Yeah. I, I've i always been a supporter of Danny Ward, even when goals were rushing in. 
Um, I don't think he's been at fault for that many, not as many as people think. I did see the Welsh games and Hennessy was incredible. Um, and you couldn't possibly drop him from those games. Absolutely that was a quiet incredible. night for you, was it, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's blooming good games, actually. Um, but I remember Shilton saved Leicester from relegation for a few years mm. and then succumbed to it. Um, and, of course, the area before that was sensational. But uh, I think you have to have a solid back four, and we have not had that. Uh, and I know, you know, Marty's playing a little bit better than he was. <laughs> very, very, uh, very nicely put, sir. Yeah, <laughs> but you do. As a goalkeeper, and I know I've played in goal for years, and and you need your back four to know what they're doing, and you need to be able to talk to them and communicate with them. And what I've seen is is Danny Ward being a nervous wreck, not knowing what's going to happen next. Whether Marty's going to lay him short on a back pass, whether he's going to Missed the ball, I think. Was that Leeds or Palace? Um, he, he, he let the ball go under his feet in the first five minutes. You know, I mean, that's no confidence at all. So he needs decent back four. Um, and I think with with Woot, I think that's incredible. I mean, the guy is an amazing defender. He's what we've been begging for. Um, and I think if, if Johnny Evans can get his form back... Because I'm not sure Johnny Evans was playing that well before he got injured. But if he can get his form back, then we've got a chance. Um, well, the, the good news, and you're going to love this, is that uh, Evans is going to miss Wolves, but Amarty should be back and fit, ready to oh, go. Sorry about that. Um, uh, Brad, if, if you're with us... Um, ah, there he is. There he is. The second coming. The second coming. Which is always good if you can manage it. Um <laughs> Danny Ward, are we seeing the real Danny Ward now? He seemed to do everything, come off his line. I saw him shouting at the defenders. Um, yeah. He made a pretty good save as well. Uh, and, he, and he did a Schmeichel sort of star save in the court, you know, right near the post. And he thought he had a bloody good match. I know Leeds were, it was just Leeds, but. Well, just Leeds, just, just anybody at the moment doesn't really matter in this division. You know, we're seeing even the promoted sides are putting up a fight, unlike these Norwiches and West Brom to the years gone by. Um, so uh, ask, ask, ask Stephen Gerrard how difficult it is to be full of. Um, <laughs> just saying, wow, wow, wow. Did I happen to mention a former player come premiership manager getting sacked again? What's that, the third one this season? Oh, well, you, anyway, you, ne you, you never mentioned that at all. No, wow, well, I wouldn't do no. such a thing, I would never expose. Oh, no. And apparently it's Lampard, the one who's worse off. Well, look at yeah, that. Yeah, he is. He's next, mate. He's next. I'm not the Grim Reaper of getting coaches sacked when I go on about nothing. It all happens eventually, mate. <laughs> they should um, go on VAR. That's what they'd be good at. Well, yeah. Um, Better than these referees. I have to... <laughs> very true. I have to agree with, with what Dave said, um, you know, in terms of, you know, he's played really well with a defence in front of him. You know, we've seen it. You know, it might not seem it having only eight points this season, but we've seen it when in, in these last couple of weeks. And that's something to be pleasing about uh, in terms of he's actually had defences organised and he seems preemptive. I think he actually preempts Amati giving him a short back pass. He's almost, you know, he, he's positioning, he's actually far better than this. He's not as quick 
and as sporadic as Castro, but I actually like it. He actually fills me with calm when a corner comes in. He's eager to get that ball. You hear him, keepers, and you even saw there's no panic like there usually is. And I've got to bring it up as as amazing as a keeper he is. There was a little bit of panic when it came to Casper collecting the ball because defenders were like, oh, do I do I trust it? I'm gonna let him get it. And but Danny Ward, it's all right, he's got it, he's called it, yours to go, and he distributes it well. You know, yeah. he's not gonna do it. And I think he's done really, really well. Um these last few days. Uh, apparently, there's a good documentary on Nether Southall coming. Is that on the Is that on the Food Channel by any chance? I know I like Neville Southall. He makes me look like Twiggy. <laughs> saying something. Can I just uh, say something, Chris, about yeah. the goalkeeping? I heard mm. something. I don't know if it was today or yesterday on the telly about a goalkeeper and and how the defence get to know him. Um, and they were talking. I think I might have been talking about Schmeichel the defence knew when he was going to come for a ball and when he wasn't. Well, I never remember him coming for a ball, really. Um, so that means the defence should have been used to getting rid of the ball. Now, I don't see our defence ever doing that. And I think what Ward has done now, he's taking command of that, what, 12 yards area and not afraid yeah. to come out and get the ball. And it, for they, a keeper, that's brilliant. Yeah. They've definitely changed how they do it, haven't they, Dave? Because they, they, they sit off and hold the players off to let Danny Ward have a free yeah. chance to get the ball. Whereas with Schmeichel, you felt like they shielded the ball to make sure he could collect it. Whereas they seem to be turning and facing and holding the defence off so it is easier yeah. for Danny Ward. Yeah. I notice he's had a lot of luxury with the ball at his feet. You don't feel as panicked as when Schmeichel had it sometimes. No, no. Mike, are you surprised? I mean, Brendan Rodgers at the start of the season, favourite to go. Um, I, I kind of was waiting to see how, how he started. Last season, I accepted you know, the injuries and he, he did all right with the, what, what he had. Uh, awful start, wanted him gone. Are you surprised he's still there? More lives than Liz Truss, hasn't he? I knew he was going to try and get the Liz Trust thing involved, but when you when you look at the man, some of the managers that have been sacked are generally there's a couple that had to go, like Gerard. Um, you know, someone else is going to say another one there, which I can't think of. But you know, there's there's a couple that I don't think deserve to get sacked. I think uh, Parker could have turned it around. I think he was only sacked due Ooh. to. Um, Ooh. The, the sort of the, the way that he came out in the media, which what he said in the media was awful. I, but as a coach, I thought he could have kept Bournemouth up or at least give it a you know a right good go. And the fact that Brendan was still in the job at that point when it was getting really bad, some of the the things he was saying in the um, the uh, the post match analysis that he was saying, like what you mentioned, Chris, after the first day of the season, the players were tired, but I think he only made one or two subs. Then um, about uh, inexperienced team against Arsenal, and then you know proceeded to lose to Southampton, one of the youngest Premier League sides fielded in the Premier League, um, and just the stubbornness. I thought it was just going a downward spiral. I I am shocked that he's still in a job, but football can change very very quickly. A defeat to Wolves and he could be gone, or victory against Wolves, and some fans will say, "Is he turning it around?" So yes, I'm shocked. Is he very close to going? Absolutely. I think he's. I, I think it is one game at a time. If he loses against Wolves, maybe they might pull the plug. But um, I'm not too sure what the what the fans in the in the grounds are saying. So obviously the Villa fans were very 
quickly turn against Gerard with Gerard out, Gerard get out, get out of our club chant. I don't know if that is sort of stopped at Leicester. I know it was loud away at Brighton when he lost 5-2. He went over to clap the fans and they were basically booing him and telling him to basically turn around and go back and uh, not get on the team uh, bus from Brighton. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm definitely shocked that he's, uh, that he's still the manager. Dave, do you think Top is looking at this and thinking, okay, he has... He's, he's, he, I've not been able to support him for whatever reason. And we know the FFP and the money, et cetera, et cetera. Despite what everybody says, especially the Forest fans in the chat earlier, um, you know, we're not, we're not boss, we're not broke. But do you think he looks at it and says, yeah, I couldn't support him. So, you know, I'm, I'm giving him that time because of that. Whereas, you know, how many millions did, uh, did Gerard spend? And will he, if he, let's say he gets us to 10th at the end of this season, if he's still with us as manager, with, and I, I'm not, don't know whether we'll be able to afford to buy anybody in January. Um, do you think he would then stay, or would you want him to stay if he did that with the team that he's got now? I, I think initially it was, let's see what happens when we've got fully fit players. Because as we all know, last year was, you know, playing with half a team. I think we had five or six injuries in the back four. So I think this was, well, okay, Brendan, now you've got your team back. What can you do? And I think as it's gone along, I think Top's probably think, what the hell's happening? And then you get the Forest game, of course, and you think, well, why didn't that happen previously? And now he's thinking, well, who the hell replaces him? Because there's nobody out there, really, that should be any better, should be any better. Um, the frustration of of the you know the players he picks and the the substitutions and the tactics. I don't know whether we've forgotten that now or whether we just have lived with it now. Um, because I still think he's playing people in the wrong position, and something's going wrong with the with the backroom staff as well. Now you imagine sacking everybody there um, and bringing in who. Dice, um, he's the only one that I'd want, I think, uh, because he could get these players going. And what they need is a kick up the backside and say, right, you know, God, you're playing for this club. Go out and play for this club. I saw even last night, the second half, a lot of strolling, um, a lot of sauntering back when were, we looked to have what, four or five in their half when we were defending. Um Perez lost the ball and walked back as if he was just walking the dog through the country lane. You know, it's why. <laughs> Do you say a question to you though, Brad? I mean, you know, if he can get us ninth, tenth, eleventh without any new players, would that not be enough to give him another, you know, another? Well, he's still got, obviously got the seasons on the contract. But would that not be enough to say, yeah, okay, you know, let's see what he does, and now we can go and buy new players. Yeah, I, I, I think so. I mean, people, the problem is, in, and I can understand with the greatest respect exactly where Dave's coming from because it, it's still not brilliant. It's definitely papering over some cracks that we need to get up to speed quickly. But there has been changes, and. 
God only knows I've been frustrated by being away or not having the equipment to do so that we haven't been able to do a tactical show because I've been wanting to, itching to say that the improvements actually have There isn't going to be one this, this Sunday either, mate. I know. So me, I'm having me, uh, me, me know, COVID kind of, booster. Yeah, <laughs> it's like getting a new toy and being told you're not allowed to play it for about a week and a half. You've got to wait <laughs> yeah. till you get home off holiday. But, wait till Christmas, young Brad. Wait till Christmas. I know, I know. <laughs> But our, our set-piece coach has been vital in what he's done, and it's kind of putting the mockers yeah. on that stupid tweet that someone put out after him. he'd been there probably about as many hours as there were goals in the game against Spurs or Brighton, whichever one it was. He'd been at the club that long, and you can see it. The way they hold the high line defensively and the way they move forward... You know, I've talked about our tactics in the past, Chris, and I said we seem to panic and we seem to get you know three or four players go towards the ball, and that's where they're leaving the gaps. It might look, and oh, I would normally agree with Dave, that Perez is just a lazy, low-end-of-the-table Premier League player that isn't of, you know, top-eight standard. But I think they're trying to reinstate some, you know, take away the panic. You know, get back, reposition, calm yourselves, get in, get settled, because there's no point three or four of you chasing it, because all you're doing is making that pitch even bigger. And we saw it against Leeds. Yes, they had a lot of the ball, for 15 chances, that save that Danny Ward made, at, oh, like the one he made offside, which he had to make was a good save, but that mm. save in the post, I don't remember Danny Ward having anything to do. And if we hold on to a 2 0 with that seam of comfort and ease, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm more than happy to see that as a platform to rebuild. The confidence and the crispiness in the passing and everything else will only come naturally from going to Molyneux, getting a win. Taking what happens at Man City, but then going to Everton and, and West Ham and getting a result. Not necessarily six points, four would be good, but taking two draws would be good because then you've got momentum. You're looking at it on a bigger scale. And then if all of a sudden we go into the World Cup and we're 13th, but we're only a point or two off being in the top half, I mm. think that's it. You look at Wolves. They've scouted around trying to replace their manager and now they've signed their, own, their, 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 their you know, assistant. Because they've gone, actually, shit, no one's actually interested. And I think maybe a club, Top's going to look like a genius if this pulls off, doesn't it? If it does in the long yeah. run. If this pulls, it's going to look like a genius and going, look, look what Arsenal happened. Arsenal had to suffer with no money, but once we've got the funds back available and going, and that's where Rodgers will really prove himself. Time will tell. Yeah, we could lose the next three and Rodgers could get sacked. But right now, that's what we've got to be looking for to come forward. It's not going to be pretty. Back in July, like I say, Brendan was the favourite to, to, to be sacked, oh. number one favourite. Evans, you, you know, you can probably even get that good an odds at one point. Uh, first manager to be sacked, Robbie Sackdale, Stockdale from Rochdale, followed by, that was in August, followed by Michael O'Neill at Stoke City in August, Alex Neal at Sunderland in August, um, Scott Parker at Bournemouth in August, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank at Burton Albion, Thomas Tuchel at Chelsea, Graham Potter obviously wasn't sacked as some of these, Danny Schofield at Huddersfield Town, Steve Morrison at Cardiff City, Paul Hartley at Hartlepool United, that's handy, Wayne Brown at Colchester United, Liam Rossigny at Derby County, Paul Warren at Rotherham United, Rob Edwards at Watford, there was a surprise, uh, Arvaladze at All City, Bruno Lager at Wolves, Chris Wilder at Middlesbrough, Matt Taylor at Exeter, Kevin Betsy at Grimsby, Steve Bruce at West Brom, Roe Berry at Newport County, 
um, Sheffield at Doncaster Rovers, and of course last night Stephen Gerrard at Aston Villa, and that's not including uh, Martin O'Neill, the uh, Michael O'Neill, sorry, the Northern Ireland manager. No. I mean. <sighs> How much money has been spent, Dave, in compensation for these managers? And yeah. I know, I know somebody said here, Ross said, um, sorry, Russ has to apologize, said, don't think Leicester have got the money to sack Brendan Rogers. It's not the case because I think we have got the money because we've still got plenty of money left over from Fafana. And you would balance that up against what it would cost us if we went down. I honestly think Top is giving him as much, you know chance of, of saving us but it's ridiculous isn't it i think it's crazy that he was favorite to get sacked in july i mean you know we finished off well last year when we got the injured players back i i don't get what that was about i mean the transfer window nobody knew about then did they they didn't know we weren't going to buy no. players so i don't get that um I mean, I've been I've been one saying he should go, and I still think he should. But on his, you know, he should go, he should leave. But you know, everybody has to make their own decision. I think Top's just not panicking. I think he's saying, well, you know, let's see how it goes. We're we're still in with it. We mm. see the players every day. Um, I trust Brendan. He's brought me the FA Cup. He's done this. He's done that. There's loyalty there. Um, whether it's misguided or not, who knows? But you've got to admire it. Yeah, you know, because yeah. we we moan about managers being sacked willy nilly, but you know Rogers has has gone through it, and you know perhaps that's something that shows what sort of club Leicester is. I don't know. But has he done enough, Brad? To to if he keeps us up this season with everything that's gone on financially in the background, um, you know, not having the staff and visa problems and everything. If he keeps us up and gets us sort of say mid table, would that be enough for him to carry on next season? Yeah, I think it is. Um, you know, people forget that Leicester kind of went through their madness Watford stage. I'm going to call it a Watford stage from now on because we went through a Watford stage when they first took over, didn't they? We had several managers in a short space of time. Uh, and uh, all right, it's so far it's not really worked out, but you could argue, you know, the likes of Liverpool and that. They've played, um, well, they've got to come up with Paul, is Forrest. We all thought after losing 4 0 to us, a lot of people are expecting him to get there, and he's been backed. It's not always a bad idea to show a little bit of faith. We, we, we talk about the dying art in football of loyalty. Well, maybe Rogers, you know, we talked about it on a previous show as well. You know, maybe the owners have been having a little ear out everywhere and they've looked at it and gone, well, would we get much better? It's easy when it's a crisis to say we'll get better because you're bottom of the league. But in terms of what he has been able to do, if he gets to the table, I think he deserves a full summer back in it. And then you go, okay, this is what you asked for now. Then, because then then you're easier to go, well, you just proved you, you weren't the right man for the job and thank you for keeping us up. But, we, you know, you move him on quicker next season. Yeah. If that's the case. Tw- just kind of look there, 23 managers have been sacked. So far, and we are what August, September, October. Three months. months. Yeah. Three months, you know. Do you know what surprises me on that list? There's 23 of them, and only one of them's a Watford manager. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's time oh, yet. There's time. Oh, yet. Yeah, I guess hey, Billich is on the line next. Don't yeah. get bored of well, him. Next, next, um, man, and, and you you can go on to different, obviously, betting sites, get different odds, etc., etc. Um, next manager. 
favourite to go at two to one, Jesse Marsh. Uh, and I think Doug said earlier, if they lose, I don't know who they've got at the weekend, but if they lose, could could do you think could he be out? I think it'd be a shame. The guy's so passionate. Um, he saved them last year. Uh, I think it'd be a shame. Uh, I think the players didn't perform. They didn't look like they knew what they were doing. So, yeah, you've got to blame his coaching stuff for that. But that's one game. Yeah. And the Arsenal, they were brilliant, weren't they? Yeah, they were. They were, and they should have probably got something. Yeah. Yeah, they it. were lucky. You know, so, but... you know, we are very fickle. I mean, we're fickle ourselves. Yes. To be honest. We were going on about, we all agreed he should go, Rogers, what, four, five, six games ago? But then I just sat through the debacle at Brighton and Southampton and Brentford and where You look up football fan in the uh, dictionary, it just says fickle. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's not wrong. Um, second second favourite, Brad, is Brendan at three to one. Um, but third favourite, I'm just saying this for you here, and I'm sure you'll love this, Frank Lampard at eight to one. I, I said it last night that there could be an avalanche of manager sackings and you know spooky period and winter coming up. It's all a cliche. So it's a journalist's wet dream for headlines to, to write this sort yeah. of stuff that happens. I mean, Sorry, Dave. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. Ralph Uthenhal, he's in there. I get it. But mm. I mean, they put Steve Cooper in at 12 to 1. He's just signed a new bloody contract. They're not going to sack him that quickly. Um, well, you'd hope not, wouldn't you? Be you wouldn't think so. No. Well, Thomas Frank is in there. Leeds you know, have got Jürgen Klopp. I mean, yeah. Eric, Ta- Eric Tan Hag, 33 to 1 to be sacked. I mean, come yeah. on. <laughs> I, I, you know, he's, he's, he's in the middle of a rebuilding job. And I think, yeah. I think he'll be given time, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. Rich says here, what is the situation, um, financial situation at Leicester? He was asking uh, over two questions. To be honest with you, Rich, um, it was, it's down to FFP at the start of the season that we had a bigger squad than we were allowed to register. We couldn't offload the players. We had to watch the FFP in case we got into Europe, which obviously we're not going to now, but we didn't know that at the time. So it's it's about managing the club correctly. And we have to, and I forget this as a fan. And, you know, it, we always say, don't we, Dave, it's a results-based business, but it's all about keeping a club intact. You know, look at Leeds. Leeds rode the dream. It failed. <laughs> they ended up only just coming back recently. You know, Derby County now spent fortunes trying to get out of the second tier. It is all about keeping the club going. And I suppose I'd sooner have a team, yes, in the second tier would be disappointing, but still have the team than have no team at all. We're building a brilliant future. and I'm just kind of sad it's probably going to be another 10 years maybe before we see the benefit of it um but he's he's doing the right thing no doubt about it you're right we can't afford transfers or high wages because of the fair play but we can build a damn big stadium that's going to be big enough I, I, last night didn't look pretty very full did it talking about that there's a lot of gaps there when i was you know seeing around it the stands TV and quarter past you know, eight kickoff on a Thursday night is not a good idea. It, no, it's not. But it, 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 you've right. got Amazon, Brad, and you've also got the cost of living. 
Yeah, you have. Uh, you've got Thursday night. It's, uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. All too. night charity thing. What gets me is, right, Can somebody might have this simple, simplest answer. You guys might even know it. Why is it every time it's it's Amazon? I know they're contracted to, what, three, four lots of fixture lists a season because they, they put more on there. Why is it contracted to, like, midweek? I don't think we've ever had an Amazon Prime deal on a weekend. Why, why is it all of a sudden that? I, 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 I it's think not just because of the World Cup. It always seems no, get I think, the well, Amazon usually have that week around Christmas, don't they? When it's yeah, all, I think it's the week before. I think it's purely because of what BT and Sky have got. Yeah tied mm. up and yeah. they've come along and said right amazon we're making a monopoly we've already broken it a bit giving some more to bt they're going to get it you know facebook are probably going to get some next then, season then, so then you know surely their their best thing to do to i suppose it's more for neutral isn't it as well to try and get a neutral tied up in it because if you only put it on for the for the fans of the actual club, you'd put them on, well, on a I, I suppose as a, as a as a honest with you if I wasn't watching Leicester Leeds last night, would I have watched Fulham Villa? No. Mm. You know, and that's what they're doing is putting every match on within a week. So every fan's getting a chance. You know, all the Leeds fans that couldn't travel to Leicester could watch the game. But yeah, we've, we've, said it, we've said it many times. Oh God, it's Man United again. Oh, it's Liverpool again. You know, you do get a chance to see every team. This, I've just got to say, this is. I love this, Brad. I just want to see Brad's Brad's reaction here. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna make the screen full size because I want to see. Uh, this is next manager odds for Leicester City. Just sit, Dave. Just sit back and enjoy this, will you, mate? Because this is, this is gonna be. This is for uh, this is for Brad. Thomas Frank is nine to four apparently. Sean Dyche three to one. Uh, Pochettino eleven to two. Uh, Benitez seven to one. Oh. Yeah. Emery ten to one. It gets it gets better. That's not the one. Houthenhall ten to one. Bielsa ten to one. Missouri, fourteen to one. <laughs> Scott Parker sixteen to one, along with Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. No, come back, come back. It no. gets better. It no. gets better. No. Roy Hodgson no. twenty-five to one. Roy Hodgson. <laughs> but this, oh, this Steve is the Cooper. one. This is the one for you, Brad. 33 to 1. I know you like a bet. Look at your North Macedonia. Go and get a fiver on him becoming the next manager at 33 to 1. John Terry. Oh, my Lord. Oh, you fuck off. What is this? <laughs> is this fucking Artesty United on Dream Team or something giving out these odds? Do you remember that show? Do you remember that Artesty United, the fake the, 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 the Midland side? Oh, yeah. Making all sorts of owners and whatnot. Where's Steve right. Bruce? Where's the legend of man the myth himself at 22 to 1 or something like that? Where's Steve Bruce? Roy Hodgson is shorter odds than T Thomas Tuchel is 33 to 1, the same as John Terry. I thought you'd enjoy that. Um, Armory is 33. as it is. We don't need a gallivanting round John Terry. Todd Prell is 40 to 1. You just stop this being a family show, Chris. <laughs> yeah, you're really right. It's all on you, mate. If you get monetized, I take no blame on it for this. You know, <laughs> I, I, I just thought, couldn't you imagine John Tetchy? You know what? <laughs> John you know what? I, would I, I would have full on left the show entirely and sat in the background as salt if you'd have told me Perez or something. <laughs> <laughs> Player manager. But, yeah. Uh, talking of players, um, Vardy. 
Jamie Vardy. Now, we have to take our blue-tinted spectacles off here uh, because everybody's saying how good Schmeichel was. Uh, I think it was Terry said earlier, you know, how many clean sheets did he keep last season? Wasn't that many. And we do have these... Can I get I understand it, but we do have these blue-tinted spectacles on about the players that were in the, that Premier League winning side. Mark O'Brien, he's kind of... You know, in and out, he's injured, he's not injured, he's 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 there. Uh, but Jamie Vardy, his time's coming to an end, isn't it, Dave? I mean, yeah. 10 games in, 11 games, is it? He's not scored a goal. Surely, no, he's he... got to be Dakar's got to start as often as possible. And I, I get the fact that it was a midweek game on a Thursday, then the game on a Sunday, so he's got to be mixed up. But Dakar's got to be first choice now. And Vardy, unless it's a two game a week, week. Vardy's just got to be that super sub, hasn't he? Or change position. I think we talked about this the other week, didn't we? Um, maybe he shouldn't be playing as a sole striker anymore. Uh, maybe he should uh, be playing behind the strikers. But then that goes to two up front again. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, which we know that Brendan's never going to happen going no. to do. But I mean, He's I the, love him. There's something wrong. There's something wrong. He's yeah, not... I love him to bits, but he's, yeah. he's got, let's face it, he has had so many distractions outside of football. And, yeah. you know, we know he, what that he, is. He needs um, to control you what, Rebecca. So. <laughs> uh, but surely we, it, it's going to have to be a case of Dakar's. I mean, right, he's only got a couple of goals, but it, I just, I, I, every time I see Vardy on, I just don't see him getting involved in the game. There was one moment that I thought, he, he's just not got anything. Uh, he would have had a shot in the old days. I think it was a right-footed potential volley, and he tried to lay it inside. Is that right? Um, and I think that said it all, because he would have had a go. And he'd have probably scored, but he just hadn't got the confidence to have a go. And he's trying to lay off to everybody. Yeah, I only mean, had a great backflip, was it, for the goal. Um, and he made a couple of big runs, but... That's about it. Yeah, and he, I suppose the other good thing is he looked really pissed off when he came off. Uh, so he knows. Um, and maybe he just needs that one goal to spark him off again. Uh, maybe he's not fully fit. I don't know. But, but I don't think Dak is the answer. Sorry? I don't think Dak is the answer, though, either. I don't think he's he's got it. His positioning wasn't great when he came on. He didn't look dangerous to me. Don't know. Brad, we've got to have two up front. We know that. Everybody knows it. Kelechi and a another, but it isn't isn't going to happen. But it 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 is coming towards the end of uh, of Vardy's start. Regular being a regular starter. Yeah, but this should be no surprise to Leicester fans. I think a lot of us had admitted it. Was we thought it was going to be seen last season? It wasn't the case. Um, it was needed that Barley played more last season because Dakar didn't hit the ground running. He mm. he um he took he took a bit of time to integrate, which is natural when players moving from countries, especially at a young age. Um, I liked Dakar. I thought he held the ball up and he actually played in a clever pass, slightly underweighted, granted, but it was a clever pass into Pratt. He could have tried to run at them himself and take it on. Um, I think the new style talked about. Rod here and Roger saying that we're not doing enough in the box. You know, yesterday the two goals. 
uh, you know, in, in, in there was nearly a second own goal in that situation from that Castagne header. It seems to be the impression is to try and get it in and around that six to 12 yard box. I think he's more versatile. I think he's been told to cause a, a nuisance by running across the line more than up and down the line, which is what he's used to. Um, he reminds me a little bit of Edison Cavani because A, he also gets injured a bit and he's out for a few weeks, but he, he you know, Man United fans will tell you when he played for them that when he came on, he'd grab a goal and he changed the game for you. And that's what you've got mm. now in Vardy. And this is the perfect season to do it. Um, we'll, we'll see once he leaves us, either at the end of this season or next season, when he you know, has his goodbye season or whatever, before he goes off to, a, we're guessing, America to his football club. What remains to be of Daka and Nacho as, as a two or a one still. But whilst this case is, I'm, I'm happy to rotate Daka and Nacho and, as, as a starting pair and, you know, and, and give Vardy that. 15 minutes and like you say Chris unless there's two or three games in the space of a week he doesn't really start that much because you're going to have to do it at some point otherwise they're going to be behind the eight ball and Vardy's going to yeah. be gone oh, just reading here this is um, trying to think to see who it is now on on, on Leicestershire Live Jordan Blackwell good friend of the, of the channel comes on uh, occasionally and does shows with us um, he had um, Jamie Vardy with a five uh, he made the runs in behind to win lost causes, which were important in City, um, relieving pressure when Leeds were on top. But Barris flicked for the second goal. He was poor on the ball and didn't connect well with his teammates. Maybe, like you said, he needs that inacho between them. Then when we look at what Daka said, perhaps he got a four. Perhaps because his teammates were too tired to support him, he struggled to link play and get the ball down well. He didn't pose a threat either. And then Kelechi and Acho, he had the fans chanting his name, but was not on the pitch for long enough to make an impact, which is what you said, Dave. Oh. Uh, fans want to see more of him, but won't care if the team is winning. You've got, I don't know. Again, I, I suppose it's the case of who would you drop, but Kelechi for me does provide that link between midfield and either Vardy or, or, or Daka. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's he's not really a striker when he does that, is he? Um, and that's what he is, he's, he's a striker, but he plays really well in that in-between spot. Uh, is it the number 10 that uh, they I'm, call I'm, it? I'm, 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 I mean, I'm still in 4-4-2 yeah. mode, really, but... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking 4-4-2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, I, I think it goes back to the thing, we've got too many similar players, I think. Because if you, that's where I think Madison should play. Just laying the ball. Ladies and gentlemen, England will be playing four, four, fucking two. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) It it is a difficult one, isn't it? But and and I get fed up with keep beating my head against the wall with this, Brad. We know how the two strikers work together well, Vardy and, and Inacho. And he does make a difference when he's come on and he's got the time to make a difference. But yeah. then again, like I say, if you do play him, who do you drop? I don't think it's a case of drop. Again, I think it's that using the power of five, if you will. Yeah, I've been trying to think of as many five punts as I could, as I could there. Um, 
But you've got five substitutions for a reason. And we frustrated. He said it all season. He's using one. He's using none. He's making no changes to seven minutes. He's bringing on two players on 88 minutes. The last couple of weeks, he seems to get them right. You don't necessarily have to... If you, The problem is you've got one striker position and three strikers. Okay, then you start with Daco, which I'm actually more confident he's going to pick Daco over Vardy for the Wolves game. Um purely because I think that transition is starting to happen where he's entrusting Daka to do it for 65, 70 minutes and then throw Vardy on. Um, but then you you take off a knackered Madison. You reshape, you reshuffle, you take off a knackered Dewsbury Hall, you take off a Yori Tillemans and you shuffle the pack a little bit. You don't have to just do like for like. You go, okay, Madders, you drop back into that hole of Yori and we'll put, you know, we'll put and we'll put him in that slot so he can hold it up in a weird way he reminds me of how Shakespeare actually used Slomani which I thought was when Slomani was his most deadly funny enough is when he dropped him out of the box and stopped making him a target man and actually hold him as that false nine an Okazaki style role and he, he, we've seen it he can do that well and still get his, generate his goals he loves a goal from the edge of the box I'd like the compliment of having strikers that could do either or or both one that can do the hustle and bustle like Tony Cotty used to do from six yards out, and one that can twat it from the edge of the box and it goes in. He scored a good lot of goals and some good goals, bearing in mind, against the edge of the box. So yeah. it may not be a case of who you're dropping for, it's who do you bring him on and how do you reshuffle the pack? And that's how you're <laughs> going to have to do it. That's the problem. Um, Rogers doesn't do that, does he? Yeah, maybe yet again that horse you up his arse, Dave, is about to stop and get in the sack and he's gone, OK, I'll give him the stubbornness and do what well, you want. Yeah, maybe, maybe we'll, we'll see. It'll go Absolutely. back to the old next season, no doubt. And frustrated. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. It's have we played two up well. front? Have we played two up front since Brighton? We haven't. And I know so. Brighton was a disaster in the end, but it was a damn good start. No, uh, but as soon as Kalechi came on, he mm. set up a goal. Well, they were, mm. you know, they were both looking good, mm. um, and I don't know why he's not done it again. I'm going to say to you, Brad. Talking about the number five, you do know the French can never put the number five in any of the names of their ships. <laughs> they always sank. <laughs> oh, come on, please. That was... That, that no, sorry, Chris, but that joke had one thing in common with the Titanic. It went down, and people regretted getting on the joke. <laughs> so... I did, I did see a documentary the other night though on how the how the Titanic was built. It was riveting. Anyway, oh, <laughs> oh Tony Blackburn's my hero. What can I say? He's doing too much radio, <laughs> isn't he? Now, yeah, it's a radio. <laughs> He can hide the shame behind the jokes and the radio show. Here he can't hide his reactions. Why, when you can you can see me in my full beauty on these shows with the jokes? Um, Oh my God, we finish. We should finish on this point because Terry and Brad are in agreement. Uh, Brad Rogers can't change formation to save his life. Uh, Scott's in. Good evening, sir. Jackson as well. Wolves in must-win game. Um, I, I think Rogers. Whatever happens against Wolves, even if we lose it, I think he's here until the World Cup at least. Um, and I think we are lucky for me in the fact that as bad as we are, 
other teams around us are just as bad, Villa, Wolves, etc. A draw's not going to be any good to us, Dave, is it? We've, last question yeah. here. We, we, we've got to win, haven't we? Yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah. Well, then we said that at Bournemouth. We had to win that one. Um, mm. How the hell did we lose that one? Well, we know how we lost. We got one up and we sat back. Yeah, uh, I think, I think I it's something to do with us only scoring one and them scoring two. Well, that helps. But <laughs> yeah. I, I just get sick of us sitting back. And, and it, I got so nervous last night, I think it was, or Palace it might have been, I don't know, where we're playing those silly back pass balls and we don't know where to go next. And Marty gets it, he's looking around and there's nobody there. Uh, mm. I mean, hoof, hoof the damn thing. Because although it'll come back, that's better than what we've been doing. And that's you look at all the goals we've given away. There's not too many that have been scored on merit yeah. that we yeah. haven't caused. What what I will say on that, Dave, is you could feel it in the crowd, couldn't you? At nil yeah. nil and only at one nil, you could feel the uh, the moans and nerves, and that's rightly where we are um, in terms of position and, and how it's been going. But it wasn't so murmury in that when when we were keeping the ball and passing it around and recycling with two minutes to go because it was like, oh, we're, we're eating down the clock. That's and it looks fabulous and. It's a funny old game football, isn't it? Because we've we've got one point less than some of the managers that have just lost the lost their job. Yeah. But it shows you how perspective is because Leeds, I think, had seven points out the first three or four games, and have only picked up two points since. We've suddenly picked up a bulk of our points out of the eight points in the last four games, and suddenly we're in a better position, even though we're lower down. And it just shows you how perspective can change. So. So again, we've got to take advantage. I yes, mean, Brad, we have to Nottingham win. Forest are hosting, or oh, sorry, Nottingham Forest are away to Liverpool. Uh, so you would imagine that Liverpool are going to get a, a bad fall. No disrespect, Luke. Uh, Leicester, you've got one job. we're playing. Sorry? I was saying for Fox 8, Klopp, you've got one job. Yes, yeah. Uh, <laughs> even Fulham did it, Klopp. Come on. Uh, yeah. Leicester, obviously, and Wolves are playing each other. Uh, Villa have got Brentford, which won't be easy for them. Leeds have got Fulham, and Everton have got Palace. I think Leeds will win that one. Fulham are not good travellers up north, are they? Um, yeah. But Leeds are shit, mate, and so is the manager, in my opinion. That's yeah, what I apologise to in the show for because I really don't rate Jesse Marsh at all. I don't think Chris has ever picked one at him, so don't let him know. I've never really <laughs> rated him. <laughs> Yeah. Nice guy, yeah. though. Yeah. So, again, we, we, I mean, Chris Sutton's gone 1-1. One, one. No, he's a prick, isn't he, to be honest. Yeah, no, no, just a, on the, no even, not even just on this channel. I think Leicester fans in general do not give a monkey's toss what like, comes out of that troll. Yeah. No. Well, you know, After he's, he's great. Mark Lawrence, and we used to say exactly the same about Mark Lawrence. You know? oh, <laughs> so what, what was he doing at Leicester anyway last night? Sutton, who was he commentating for? Anybody know? I think it was Sky because their highlights package, I think, was Chris Sutton on the commentary. I know he's normally BT, isn't he? But they weren't. Involved. Might have been them, but I, I, I remember well, one. They all, they all get highlight packages, don't they? Yeah. Alan Shearer oh, was there, so I guess that out was for the BBC, you know. No, he was, he was on Prime. He was I didn't have the sound on, so I don't know. Yeah, he, he was our commentator for the game. And you know what? He, you know what? I thought he would fall under the category. I think he's a great part of the presenting part of match of the day and the way he analyzes games at times but i honestly thought don't be he's going to be another manning and renowning on the mic but you know what he didn't say much and i think you can tell he's not really sat in a conference box too often 
But he wasn't that bad as a commentator. I've heard a lot worse commentators, especially from Prime. I'm going to be one. honest with you. I actually used to say that Robbie Savage was okay on BT mm. Sport. When we were in Europe, really? he was actually bigging Leicester up. But, you know, he can't keep it up, can he? Guys, uh, thank you very much. Scott, you've yeah. come in with a question there. I tell you what, let's just leave this Leave with this question from Scott. This is the last one now. Uh, I'm going to go to... to, to <laughs> Brad, your turn to just sit back now and, and take it. This is this is one just, just for Dave. He's not called me Harry tonight. No, do you think Brilliant. Evans will get be given more of a back seat now and Amati getting more game time? Just That's for nice. you. Yeah. Let me let me just get this right. Here we go. There we go. <laughs> Please no. Please no. Where's Vestergaard when you need him? <laughs> he was on the bench. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Fair play. Fair fair question. Ali, that Actually, one with you, Brad. Your last question. Vestergaard to come on. No, no. A Marty no. over Vestergaard? Any day of the week. Any yeah. every every day of the week and sometimes twice on a Sunday. I'm oh, sorry, on, but I'd rather... If he plays like he did last night, I will start to mellow. Because he yeah, will... Right. Even well, though I, I, I actually, a couple of dodgy ones. Yeah. I actually said, didn't I, Chris, last night at the end of the watch on we kind of did a mini post-match with me, you and Doug, and I actually said, when he's got a leader and somebody that he can kind of, he almost yeah. takes a breath and goes, oh, thank God they're there. I know they're there. And he gets that with Evans. And we're seeing that in his early stages of, as of his last career, that that's what Val Faze offers him. And I think yeah. when he, if he's got a Vesta guard, a Jester guard or a, a Soyuncu next to him, I think that's when he's a real mess. When he's playing at a three of the back, they're all a mess. Um, so if he's got a foul or an Evans next to him, he's a very capable centre-back. Whether he's more than capable, I don't know. I I just don't see how Evans doesn't get back into that team with the experience and quality officers because he would allow that freedom for fast to have. Yeah, I mean that that's as, and we've got to think though with with we don't know with no. with um, um, Johnny Evans how long he's going to be out for because again he's of an age where an injury Doubles takes time, four times yeah. as long you know yeah. as it used to. We, 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 we're at that age, aren't we, Dave? Yeah. We know what it's the. Uh, Know what it's like. yeah. I just, I just want to look and just see. Um, I've lost the player ratings. I just wanted to see what Amati got. Um, he got a seven, actually. I think. There we go. I just, I just want to see what he got. Off, Could also uh, off put Jordan Brad Wright right on. Put Brad Wright on this. We had a back. Oh, he got three. four. No, he got a four. No. If we had a back three, he wouldn't get in the team. Well, no, <laughs> well. No, I think let's give Vestergaard a chance. Come no, on, you know what? He, kept, he kept a clean sheet against um, Stockport, was it? Whoever we played, yeah. I, I noticed how well, nobody was flapping to get him in the side, but they were willing to kick Danny Ward out for Iverson for keeping indeed, indeed. But no, <laughs> on, a, on, a, on a serious note, I will get one cocky statement in for the, this night turn the show up. One thing that you can say about Leicester. And now to replace the centre back, don't they? It seems, you know, we had who was it? We had Maguire replaced him well. All right, he turned into a bit of a, a giant rat, but he went for good money. We got this. We got the Belgian David Louise now. I tell yeah. you, 
the Delwyn back. We, 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 one thing we have been getting right in OBS is we know how to replace a centre-back and that fee seems to get less and less that we end up paying for them. Um, Cannot argue with that bit of business. Who I've always avoided the French. Guys, you? thank you so very much. Uh, it's been another good... I love this show. Like I say, one of my favourite shows, Question Time. Really appreciate you coming on. Uh, Dave, yes, I have not called it you, apart from in jest right at the start. Um, we bow to your 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 radio knowledge. How can people listen to you? Uh, just go to surreyhillsradio.co.uk and click on Listen Live. Breath. Oops. Yeah, there we go. Sorry, sorry, hillradio.co.uk. Yeah. He does the breakfast show. I'm never up for the breakfast show. Eight till ten. Yeah. Yeah. Eight till eight till ten, unless he's naughty and he's kicked off at nine. We won't no mention politics. that again. No <laughs> politics. Not Twitter, much, anyway. Facebook, radio. There's, there's a theme developing yeah. here. It's a, a mistake. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, take no, care, seriously. Boys. <laughs> Thanks very much, yeah, mate. Yeah. I will see you next You're week. Yes, yeah, see you Cheers, guys. Cheers. Uh, Brad, thanks very much today there, Brad. Um, top 10 battles. Where can people find you? Uh, they'll find me on YouTube by searching top 10 yeah, battles. Most of the time, in fairness. <laughs> well, yeah, that's very true. Yeah, you'll find me on YouTube searching top 10 battles. Obviously, put the 10 as a number in. Um, and you'll find it. Um, on Twitter is the best place not only just to get hold of me, but make sure if you want to find it easier, my Twitter has the link to the channel in my bio and the Twitter handle. It's all one word, there's no hyphen in it. Uh, is at full time focus. So if you follow me on there, I'll follow you back, obviously, and then you'll get all the updates on it. And you can contact me if you need to be, but most of the time, you yeah. find me here because Chris can't do it. Yeah, like a fart in a spacesuit. You're just hanging around all the time. Yeah, <laughs> Making people feel queasy from time to time. <laughs> we'll see you. In fact, we can't do a, a preview Sunday morning because we're not playing till Sunday lunchtime. So I will I see know. you uh, possibly Sunday night, depending what – I can't remember what time the kickoff is as to what I time we're doing. It, I think it's 2 o'clock, so I'll probably see you around about 4, quarter past 4, if you want, mate. Quite possibly. Mm-hmm. Mate, all the best. Have a good one. Thanks very much for coming on. No worries, mate. Pleasure as always. Cheers. Thanks very much. This is Lester Till I Die. This has been Question Time. Great show. Great show. Love it. Uh, And thanks, everybody, that's been in the chat. Um, Scott, you were late. I hope you brought a note. Don't say you dog at it, whatever you do. Uh, We do so much here. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on uh, Twitter. You can find us on Instagram. Go to the website, lestertillidie.com. And just click on the social tab and it will take you to all our socials. What you can also find there is if you go to www.lestertillidie.com forward slash radio or just lestertillidie.com and click on the radio button, you can find us doing this. No, you can't. (laughs) Nearly. Nearly pressed the wrong one then. Um, You can find us doing this. Start with Chris, add a dash of sport, squeeze in some music, then shake, don't stir. And you've got the ultimate blend, LTID Radio. I was forgetting, and I nearly mentioned this, um, apparently Hibernian were playing St. Johnson tonight in the Scottish Premiership. 
and it's the first game with VAR. Now, I know I joke about North not getting electricity, but they've only just got VAR. What can I say? 7-1 Rangers. Guys, I will be back. I'll be back tomorrow on the Dugout Football Channel watching Liverpool absolutely pummel Nottingham Forest. I'm going to, it's going to be at least 5 or 6 nil, just for the crack. <laughs> yeah, that's very much for watching. If you've been listening, thank you for lending me your ears. You can have them back now. Go and wash them out. I will see you all tomorrow at 12 o'clock on the Dugout Football Channel. Take care, guys. Thanks for everything as always. Like, subscribe, do all your bits. You know it really, really helps the channel. Good night. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Till I Die TV. They think it's all over. It is now. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.